0: Welcome back to Money Talkers with your host Cody Laughlin. I just got off a really fun interview with Gemma Bottom Carter, Carter. Sorry, uh, and we dove into how she absolutely changed her life from doing the nine to five, being in the broken down car and the hot the AC and everything else, and then finally realizing that she didn't want that life and built a passive income business around being an expert and, uh, and being a course creator for online courses. And so if you haven't listened to that, please go back and check it out. But this is the High Impact Series. This is where we're going to ask her the one question. And in this, we want to find a takeaway for you to be able to take your headphones off, take your earbuds out, have a money talk with your kids. Make that a point today. This is your subject that you're going to have a money talk. So it does two things. One, it's going to change their financial trajectory in life because they're going to have a new perspective or in a new uh, educational piece early in life, and it forces the conversation. But two, it's also going to develop that relationship for you, which is what we all want as parents, where they know that it's not taboo to talk about money and entrepreneurship and successful mindsets in your household, that it's okay to talk about these things. Because now when it's easier, and they're younger, it gets harder and harder as life goes on, but they have that relationship built in place with you. So make sure that you take advantage of that. And so with that, Jim, are you ready? I'm ready. All right, cool. Here's the big question What is the one thing that you would teach about that our schools don't that's had a major impact on your life?
1: Okay, so I thought about this question a fair bit and I felt like I could have had 12 different answers for you. But I think what it for me, what it really comes down to is this mindset shift around buying assets and how you can make money work for you. Because when I was growing up and I had two parents who were scientists who had steady jobs with a pension, right? And I, all I ever saw was you earn money from your job to pay for your house and pay for whatever else you wanted to do. And maybe you put some into savings. But I never understood this concept of like, actually you can earn some money But then take that money, turn it around and buy an asset so it will actually continue to earn more money for you. I really only saw it as like a money in, money out kind of concept. And God, if only I'd known it earlier. I mean, I'm glad I understand it now. But now I get so excited if we have like an incredible month or year, whatever in our business. (laughs) It's funny, I had a conversation with our accountants because they were like, this past year, they were like, oh, you guys did super well. Like, what are you going to go and buy? That's a and scary we were thing for like,
0: your accountant to say. to you.
1: Totally. Right? <laughs> right. I was like, like I was how like, well did oh. I do? <laughs> but I also I was like, we're not those people. Like we're not the people who actually want to go and buy like a car. Like that's not that for us. Like that's not where we place our value. What's super exciting for us was an idea of like, oh, we're actually going to take the profit from this year and maybe take some of that and go buy a triplex. And that for us, like gets us super jazz. Yeah. And so <laughs> buying this whole idea of like buying assets, creating assets and creating streams of revenue in your life so that you are building financial security for yourself. For me, that is what I wish I had been taught now, because now if I, now that I understand this and I've built businesses around it, made personal investment decisions around that concept, I, we have like my husband and I together, we must have like, you know, 20 ish streams of revenue coming into our household that we just never would have done that. You know, we, we would have had two salaries if if I hadn't ever really understood this concept and kind of shifted our thinking. So that for me, that's the big one.
0: What was, what was something that was an influence for you to to open your eyes to that?
1: Honestly, it was reading books. And so it was, you know, some of the big ones, like the rich dad, poor dad book, Um, lots of like, just, I went down a rabbit hole of reading investment type books for a long time and watching some like personal investment, YouTube channels and things like that. And just, you know, when you get really into a topic and then you just want to consume all the information you possibly can about it. I went through about a year of like doing that. And was also actually when I built my first sort of side hustle business, which was a, a home decor blog. And the way in which you monetize blogs at that time, it was like ad revenue, affiliate revenue, working with brands, selling some products. I had like four streams of revenue just from that one little side hustle. And I was like, Ooh, okay. This is feeling kind of cool. And it's adding up. How can I like turn that into something bigger, but also use that same concept in other areas of my life. And I think that was like where it really got started for me,
0: you know, um, I, bring, I brought this up in a, a few times in the podcast, but like, you know, I had a neuroscientologist tell me that like, whatever you feed your brain, it seeks to validate, mm. right? It, and it's, it's really the inputs of the influences of where we get our information has a difference in the way we see the world. Right. And so I, that's when you were talking about that, about that, like I went down the rabbit hole and I started reading investment books and watching investment stuff on YouTube. Well, then all of a sudden when you're walking around in the world, you're looking for investments.
1: Totally. You're looking at how
0: things could make money and how, but it's, but if you feed yourself, you know, if you feed your brain, nothing but, you know, reality shows or cop dramas or whatever, you're going to walk around looking for law and order. A hundred percent. (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah it,
0: it it really has a massive impact on it and so we can affect that but it's it's weird you can't you can't force someone to see it
1: that's right yeah we have some folks in our life right now who like they just love shiny things like buying all the shiny things and it's like you feel concerned <laughs> about their like financial future and so we try to like talk to them sometimes about buying assets or like investing in real estate or doing these things and it I don't think it's gonna I mean, maybe one day it'll stick, but like, and maybe we've cracked the door open so that maybe they'll come back and want to have a conversation about it one day, but it's hard not to see it when you've kind of realized this path.
0: Yeah. It's a choice, you know? And that's the thing is like, that's why I think this is an important conversation as a parent. I think it's probably a very scary one if you don't see the world that way, Mm. right? Or you haven't, maybe you've been the two scientists and you're listening to this and you're like, I need more information to teach my kids about But like, it's almost you got to you got to kind of do what we were talking about earlier with being a business owner, like you have to take some action and try Mm -hmm. fail, it's fine. But try, you know, and if you don't have the subject, or you haven't looked for investments, or you haven't thought that way, like start today. Like Mm -hmm. there's nothing your kid's going to want more than for you to, even if you don't, haven't done these things to not be embarrassed about it, but to start today, because it's only going to put yourself in a better position. But like we talked about at the end of our conversation, like you take your kids to do these renovation projects. Like I do too. I love it. They think all the time about owning real estate and investment properties and rentals and those kinds of things now. And they're seven and nine years old, but because I talk about those things with them. That's right. You know, it's not a taboo subject in my household because, well, it'd be pretty ironic if the money talker guy didn't talk about money in his house. But like, you know, but but it's amazing that I just, you know, I kind of let them, I don't force it on them. It's not a course that I, I make them take, but it's like I involve them with these things. And so- yeah. You know, when you talk about even some of the choices
1: around like the screen time that you watch, like when you sit down as a family to watch something, well, from time to time, maybe you make that Shark Tank. My (laughs) kids' favorite show is Shark
0: Tank. (laughs) Right? Mine too. And it's
1: like, then that also opens the door for some interesting conversations. One of the things that we like to watch um it's like a home and garden show it's called income property it's like an older show with uh someone in Canada called Scott McGillivray all about like taking homes and making kind of basement apartments and stuff like that the kids also love it and it's totally changing the way that they are thinking about potentially like owning their first home right owning an investment
0: property won't be weird for them that's right It's not a foreign concept it's like oh I'll just do that you know
1: yeah Whereas for most people, like there's a lot of fear around that because that's not the norm in which they grew up.
0: Yeah, yeah. If I hear the, I don't want to fix leaky toilets, I don't fix them either. I have a plumber. So like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but but no, I I want to get back to like what we originally came in with though, is that like building these passive income streams, right? You mentioned having like about 20 streams on yourself, which is pretty impressive. But, uh, you know, I think they say the average millionaire has seven income streams. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, pretty amazing and yeah and so i don't want uh assets i want cash flow you know yeah i can i can live with cash flow i can do things with cash flow you know totally having cash is not really that exciting for me it's, you know actually kind of depressing these days but um the uh but being able to do those things and to start building um is, is quite an important concept and so what would you recommend as a parent like how would you how would you bring it up tonight at the dinner table to talk about these things Hmm,
1: great question. Maybe just like almost role playing a scenario of like, okay, let's say someone gives you $100. How can you take that $100 and turn it into $200 and just start the conversation that way and see what their ideas are? I know my daughter has this idea right now about um, she's growing this plant in her room right now. And she like, wants to take a little clipping and you can create more of them. Like when you clip a little plants and then put it into water and it grows roots, then you can plant more and more. Just and like, okay, well, mommy, like if you buy me the pots, <laughs> I can make all these plants and then sell them as like for Christmas presents um, to people who are looking for like gifts. And, you know, that like she's understanding that concept. And so I think just opening up that idea of like, okay, you have 100, how are you going to turn it into 200? Will, get the conversation going yeah. and then you can help guide them on what some ideas are around I love making that. that happen.
0: I love that because it's real. It's practical. And you know what? I'll be honest with you. Like, it's probably going to be a fun conversation because yeah. you're probably going to be shocked at what comes out of their mouths, you know? Totally. <laughs> like, uh, yeah.
1: And I think if you don't make it fun, yeah, they're just going to tune out.
0: It should be fun though. That's the whole fun part about being a parent. Right, yeah. it's supposed to be fun when you do those kind of kind of things, and so awesome. Well, I love that. Uh, I think that's a, a a great takeaway for the high impact series is that having that conversation. Say, you know what, with a hundred dollars, how would you turn it into two? And that's a mm-hmm. that's a fun conversation. I think that it's an easy one to have. Instead of, I think that that's uncomplicating the conversation we started with, right? Yeah. That's or you're it. like, ah, I don't, I'm nervous to talk about things because I don't have passive income. Well, well then don't, so you just don't talk about it right now. So, but if you bring up something along the lines of like, hey, if we took a hundred dollars, made two. Yeah, you might come up with a business idea tonight. You never know. Exactly. So, never know. Thank you so much for coming on with me on Money Talkers. Um, I know that's in the main episode, but who should come find you and where do they find you at?
1: Uh, anyone who's interested in learning more about how to create and sell online courses and digital programs, come find me over at GemmaBottomCarter.com. You can get a free class if you go to GemmaBottomCarter.com forward slash class, free 60-minute training there, and come tune in to my podcast over at the Passive Project Podcast if you're interested in digital marketing and entrepreneurship.
0: Awesome! Thank you so much for coming on Money Talkers with me. People listening, this is your opportunity. Think about it. Take the headphones off. You got a super easy easy assignment tonight. Ask your kids if you had $100, how would you turn it into two and see where it goes and enjoy the conversation. And so thank you so much for coming on Money Talkers. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to another episode of Money Talkers with me, your host, Cody Laughlin.